The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 13th chapter. Jesus said to the disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has, and he buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who on finding one pearl of great value went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. When it was full, men drew it ashore and sat down and sorted the good into containers, but threw away the bad. So it will be at the end of the age, the angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? They said to him, yes. And he said to them, therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. This is the gospel of our Lord. may be seated. The kingdom of heaven is like. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I wish that we had a a footnote or maybe some explanation in verse 51 of our gospel text for today when Jesus asked the disciples Have you understood all these things? And the answer, and just as we have it in the scriptures, yes. But how many different ways can you say the word yes? Because I I question that it was overly confident at that point. Maybe with a little bit of hesitation. Yes? Yes? Well, friends, it was just a few weeks ago that in this very same gospel chapter, Matthew, he told us of a time when the disciples asked Jesus about the purpose of parables. And he replied to you, as in to you, my followers, my disciples, believers, Those that have faith, it has been given to know the secrets of heaven. Now, isn't that amazing? Beautiful. That our Lord, he provides for us. Yes, us, those that are still living with the old Adam that is in us. Those that 
do deal with our own human minds that long for logical and reasonable things. Our minds, our bodies that want to see things. And he brings to us a message for receiving just that, what we do long for. And he brings it to us in parables. Things that, well, makes it easier for us to comprehend. He shows us his secret what the kingdom of heaven is like and how it works in a way that, yes, it's simpler for us to comprehend. Now, having that explanation in today's gospel, we receive another series of parables where Jesus, he proclaims that a hidden treasure is found along with a merchant who's found a pearl of great value. And then he goes on to explain this net of gathering fish of every kind. Now, our typical practice in hearing parables is to Well, determine which character in the narrative is us. Now, there's no rule that says this is what we're supposed to do, but I think it's probably our human nature, right? It's what we do. Which role do I play? And how does this narrative compare to me in my life now? And that's usually not wrong. It's not the wrong interpretation for us to have here. But we typically look at this parable as it is set before us today, the one that's both the hidden treasure and the the pearl of great value referred to by Jesus and the gospel message of God's forgiveness as something that is for us, something that we Receive, And what we receive is him, Christ, and his word. However, I'd like you to understand that what Jesus is revealing for us here is that namely, it's not that we are the man finding hidden treasure or the, the merchant that is searching for pearls of great value. And find that treasure or pearl to be Christ and give up everything that we have for him. Now, yes, certainly elsewhere in scriptures, the Lord, he does command that something similar of us. Like in St. Paul's spirit inspired word about counting everything as Refuse compared with knowing Christ in Philippians 3.8. And go on to think about our first commandment. You shall have no other gods but me. But in these specific parables that are in our gospel text for today, 
Jesus, he would want us to see yet another crucial matter. Something else. Which is that Jesus is simply saying that if we are the ones finding him, finding him as hidden treasures, that this would seem to be denying the truth. That we are saved from sin by God's grace in Christ. Because if we hear Jesus saying here that it is us who must locate God and give up everything for him, then there is a danger of us making ourselves our own saviors. And that goes on to make our faith no different from any other religion or moralistic clause or lesson of this world. All of which in some way say that we have to constantly be better. Be better at being nice, good, holy. And we're supposed to do this if we are to earn our favor in this world or with God in order to receive his rewards. And that's not true. It's not scriptural. Now, please note, I'm not saying that we are not supposed to be nice, kind, and good, and to care for our neighbors. But that we should not think that we can impress God or merit anything from God with such good works. You see, we care because he cares for us in response to these things, not in order to earn his favor. Because the problem with that is that we are not and never will be good enough to achieve this on our own. Now, No matter how good we may be or think that we are each and every day, we will still notice ourselves in our sinful selves. Yes, being selfish and impatient or maybe even being cold to someone else or that we are mistrusting in God's favor when all of those heartaches and headaches of this world do come upon us. And on top of this, we know too that God says that the requirement for us to live with him in his kingdom, for us to have true and lasting peace is not in our goodness, but in our innocence. Our innocence before him in all of his grace and mercy. Because we know that we are guilty, not innocent before our holy God. And we know that the only thing that we are actually deserving of is divine doom. God's 
wrath of present and eternal anger, anger towards us. So if that's not the core of what Jesus is teaching us here today, then what does he want us to understand and see from this text and know in our hearts from these parables? Things to know about his secret, about his kingdom. And that would be that when Jesus speaks of this man that's finding hidden treasure and the merchant that's finding this pearl of great value, that he's speaking about himself finding the treasure and that pearl of great value. And just what is that treasure or that pearl? Well, it's you. You are the treasure. You are the pearl. We are those whom Christ has found. And for him who gave up everything, namely his life, so that we may be possessed by him and that he can have you for himself both now and when this life turns immortal for us all. But we must not think of ourselves as so great that the Lord, well, he couldn't pass us up. We just acknowledged how bound we are into our own sins and our own separation from God and his love. And yet the Lord, he says here that truly we are precious. Precious to him. Just like we heard in the Old Testament that Israel was called and treated as special. As precious in God's sight. You know, God, he chose the Hebrew people from among all of the nations and he made them into a nation of his people. And as such, they were to be a light to all people. Of God's redeeming presence in this world, they were to shine out and show them that they were to be his crown jewel. His crown jewel for his ever reign in the kingdom and all of all creation. Uh, We would be his living representation of God's desire to have all people for himself. That is to say, from nothing, God created a people and a nation for himself, one valued in his eternal heart, one by which his love and his goodness would go out for the good of all by his will and by his ways and by which he would fulfill that ancient promise that he made of providing mankind's Messiah. Yes, the Savior who would defeat that evil one once and for all. That promise that he made when Adam and Eve 
turned the Garden of Eden into the first graveyard, the first home of death in this world. And that's why our text for today is such a glorious good news. Good news for you and for me and all of the sinners of this world. Because here, Christ, he reminds us that he has been seeking us. That we are so precious to him, eternally so. And that he willingly and cheerfully, he gave up all, including his innocent life, for you. To redeem you from yourself, that all of your days now and for eternity happen in, with, and under the gracious rule of God. Now, nothing about us caused the Lord Jesus to love us. Just as we know that none of us can make someone else love us. Yeah, we can try. We can try to do things for others that may make them like us. But to make them love us, to trust us, to respect us, it's not something that we can do on our own. That's up to them. And all glory be to God that our Lord Jesus the Christ, he came from heaven to the field, to the graveyard of earth, to this world where sin and death, it infects us all. He came to us in this life where the old Adam who bound us to sin, where all we know naturally from birth is a life without God, separated from God and from his true and lasting peace, joy and hope. But in his atoning, saving work, his resurrection to life, he broke that grip on death for you. Now he abides with us. He covers us with his righteousness, with his innocence before the Father, making and keeping us precious in God's sight and doing so to resurrect us as his living precious ones and doing so to fill our every thought, word, and deed with his spirit-filled grace and love. Now, naturally, the Lord, he seeks the reality that his new world in us be revealed and enjoy of being found and treated so graciously and so valued that we respond. We respond by loving our God more than life itself and treating him as our everything. And also our response to this would be that 
He would have us to be like him. Yes, we would be like the man and the merchant and those casting the nets as we look out to others, our neighbors, seeing them also as precious gifts of God. From us as children of God's kingdom, his kingdom of forgiveness and by his will and his ways, God's presence will shine out. And not because we're trying to pay a debt for sin, but in a response to his steadfast love and kindness and the grace and mercy from God for us. And this will, it will, it will vary greatly in detail. It will be different each and every day for each and every one of us. But the fruit of it all will be observable. We will see it. And we will see it in our families. We will see it in our congregations. We will see it in our communities. And we will see it as good. Very good. And in his kingdom, living by his will, the Lord sees and values and he holds us close to his heart. Especially in those painful days when darkness of death threatens us all. And this means also that we go on with sure and certain hope, convinced that the only antidote, antidote to everything evil and destructive in this world, well, it's not in us. But by living in his love. Which St. Paul, he writes in Romans twelve nine, separates what is evil and holds fast to that what is good and true. And it means, too, that friendliness, empathy, kindness, generosity, our social responsibility for caring for our neighbors, it is a call that is upon us all, a call in his loving grace and kindness. It means not insisting on our own ways, not being resentful and Judgmental, not rejoicing in that which is wrong, but hearing another, others' burdens and so fulfilling the law of Christ to all the glory of God, doing good to all people, especially to those who are of the household of our God. Galatians 6.10. Of all things, from the parables of today's gospel. I ask you to go on as one who knows what the Lord has given and still gives to each one of us each day. And do so until the internal dawn of 
the days. Do you understand these things? Yes. Yes, dear saints, with his grace and his love, we know the secrets of heaven. They have been revealed to us what the kingdom of heaven is like. God grant it, his will be done. Amen.